Dabble, dabble, it's Cape Crisis, a comic book podcast. I think I did that all out of order, but hey, that's okay, because I'm Henry Gilbert, the host. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, that's me. I'm here with Christopher, New York City Antisa. And with Brett, I don't... (laughs) Is Yabble Dabble the sound of like two Jenga towers falling over? What is that mm, sound effect for? It's uh, th- that's what the very gay genie said on the uh, that one uh, Hanna Barbera Scooby Doo ripoff. Can you confirm with the this genie's sexuality? Yabble Dabble. That's what he said. Are you just assuming this, Henry, on his well, speech guess, pattern? I suppose so. No, he he had just very unacceptable. He had gay mannerism. That's all I'm saying. Unacceptable. It was. He was. No. He was meant to be red as gay. Like Holy they shit! Were, what is happening, <laughs> guys? You're right. Yeah. We got off topic for eight seconds. I'm sorry. Right. I just pitched, decided to pay attention for a second, and we're arguing over a genie. So, <laughs> all right. Let's get back on topic. This government shutdown. Where am I? Oh man! If the spindocrats would just relent one <laughs> inch. <laughs> And the uh, in-your-house publicans. Also, here's a joke about Newsroom I really liked recently. Jesus Christ. Oh. Which was, uh, okay, did you guys see that Anthony Hopkins wrote a letter to... Uh, Brian Cranston. To Brian Cranston to tell him how awesome he was. And say, like, you are the best actor of the generation. And I loved and you in Mask of Zorro. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins wrote that to Brian Cranston. Right. And then I saw a funny tweet that said... <laughs> Uh, Anthony Hopkins also wrote a letter to Jeff uh, Foxworthy. No, the, the star of Newsroom. Ah, Daniels. Yeah, it's, uh, he also wrote a letter to Jeff Daniels asking for Brian Cranston's email address. <laughs> but anyway, hey, sound effects work. Chris, what? you just went to the big old Apple. New York Comic Con. And so I thought we'd talk a little bit about New York Comic Con. Well, I hope Con. you don't think I'm going to come at you with any any comic news, because I was in the you eye were, of the you hurricane. You were on the new, nose to the ground. I there. was on the show floor, and I wanted to thank everybody who came up and said hi. I, I guess I, I plugged it pretty clearly in the show, and I feel like more people came up and said hello, and that sort of made my day. Hmm. Listeners of Laser Time and Cape Crisis... Nobody likes VG Empire. No, Nobody. It's horribly just unpopular. So you know, every, I'll probably just quit. And the people who mentioned it had bad things to say. Yeah, I'll probably just quit doing it. I mean, oh, man. Yeah. Well, I think our East Coast fans are more starved for attention from us. What? Our West Coast ones. Well, East Coast in general doesn't get as many conventions and stuff in the mm-hmm. comic yeah, book the, video game world. It still feel, I feel like, one, that's sort of wrong. There's, it's factually accurate. No, I, I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I, I used to. I remember reading about things like this video game is going to have a launch party somewhere in New York. Served like I had never had that. O- I think most people in the country don't have that option. Well, that, I went to the yeah. Nintendo World Center and like Pokemon's is is coming out and like one of the most lavish displays I've ever seen and one of the most terrible stores I've ever seen. It's not a great store. It's they, a fine store. They should try a little harder. They I think. should try. It's a lot of empty space and a lot of not only games that I own. <laughs> I think they settle. They just it's, it's settle. A, I said it. I said it in a tweet. It's their their museum. I own eighty percent of that, and all of it is in better condition. I saw more rare. Well, all right. I saw a lot more rare stuff when I went there mm-hmm. in November of twenty eleven. I they they had a lot of rare things. All I got to say is my I, Super Nintendo is not yellowed. 
Right. But uh, but beyond that, it does feel like what was Brad going to say? Well, at at New York Comic Con, New York Comic Con, (laughs) shut up for a second. You you decided not to go to New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con is still New York is still kind of the home of comics. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. still there are DC and Marvel. That's where they are. DC and Marvel are, are out there, but there's still a shitload of uh, aspiring artists and mm-hmm. uh, comic writers. I met more aspiring comic writers and artists than I did at any other Comic Con. Met more people who were fans of, let's say, Capcom mm-hmm. out there who were, let's say, from Marvel and DC. I, I don't know. I've just never. I've it. It's it feels a little more comic centric than everything else. Well, the news that came out of it was definitely more comic centric. Yeah, like it was like specific to comic books, whereas it does make, in contrast to San Diego's, here's the Marvel panel. These are what movies we'll have in theaters. Yeah, and one then, year from now, this is the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, but I wanted to hear what Brad was going to say about the Nintendo story. Uh, well, it's irrelevant now. Oh, it's because okay. they lashed out. Well, no, it's, I mean it's that's not the topic. Anymore. The moment has passed. All oh, right, I see. Comic book news coming out of it, though. So, Chris, you know. Mm. I came back from Tokyo. I had a lot of stuff for you, and uh, you know, I came back from New York with no, you. With no what did you? Me, what did you ask but, me for? Uh, no, that's what I was going to say. Is that the I asked you for a thing that turned out to be the most popular thing at it the entire was, convention? It was and, the stuffed rocket raccoon, mm-hmm. um, which there were two hour lines for. All first right. day, Damn. first day, yeah. I went in line, and like the guy was, we're exi- I'm an exhibitor. I'm not a member of the public. So I'm there an hour early. And and he says, yeah, just come back like 10 minutes beforehand. And I do. Mm-hmm. And they let people in 11 minutes beforehand. Ooh. And people started lining up. And the guy comes out, we're not open. Anybody standing in line will be turned the fuck away. Go take a walk. Because wow. none of you are getting shit. And then, uh, like, ooh. And I went back the next day. It's full. And then I went back one day. And it's like, oh, I used to know your uh, guy you worked with. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. And I texted you, Henry. You have thirty seconds. You need to tell me what you want. And you, I didn't never know got you really me. meant thirty seconds. I said you have thirty seconds. And I, I was standing at the store, uh, waiting for you to get back to me. It doesn't matter because you still took four hours. To All right, let me see here. Uh, but it, it? it also doesn't matter because the Rocket Raccoon was sold out, like literally sold out. Uh-huh. It's my. You're at Comic Con. Elston attest to this. You. Your Comic Con exclusives—they tend to bring a certain amount for every per every day. Yes. Rocket Raccoon was sold out before the last day, mm-hmm. which I think everybody was kind of surprised by. Like, I only had a Sunday ticket. That, that's it's to avoid things like that for people who have a pass for one day and have <laughs> no access to the Comic Con exclusives. Okay, when did I have thirty seconds to respond? Six fifty-three a.m. on Sunday morning. What am I supposed to do? I'm just saying, like, you're acting like I should have been awakened. Look, I you appreciate just called me that out you tried. in front of the public of Cape Crisis. <laughs> I appreciate I that you try. try. I appreciate that you try, but you act like I should I have been awake. I'm on the show floor at 6 a.m. for you. Nine. So when it you heard back in, when there. you didn't hear back in 30 seconds, how mm-hmm. come you didn't text me? You didn't, you didn't ask for anything. I didn't know because I don't pay attention. <laughs> well, so. You don't, have, you don't feel the need for more uh, plastic shit in your house? Not did, in my house, no. No, my did you, desk, buy, did you buy anything? Um, yeah, I did. I bought, um, I bought an awesome King Kong lobby card. Yeah. It was great. I saw it. and I'm like, what? The the Seventy six f- King Kong. Right? No, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, okay, I'm not gonna lie to you, my buddy. The one that was outside Future HR for all the time. Well, it is part of that art. My buddy whipped this up. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's ten bucks. It's fine. I'm not gonna be able to ever afford a King Kong lobby card. That's not. Mm-hmm. That'll never be in my uh, bank account slash wheelhouse. We'll not be able to afford that. Um, 
I bought some Monster Hunter blind box toys. And on, I remember you, we, I was talking about Ecstatics mm. and you, the $150 omnibus. Yeah, I said it was totally worth it at $150. Bucks. Uh, yes, and it was forty dollars. Wow! It was marked down to forty dollars. And was this one of those all books half off? No, it was just like this is the first day, and huh. I was sort of shocked. And like I, I've seen this in stores for SRP. I yeah, I should probably well, even get Amazon. This. It's like ninety. However, uh-huh. I sort of noticed I've taken to. I like to read comics on the train mm-hmm. or on my back in bed. So a forty-pound so omnibus, sixty-pound book. Like I have to like sit Indian style. Is there a better word for that now? No. Uh, cross-legged. That's gross. Indian style. Fine. Crisscross applesauce. I was sitting. Uh, I was sitting like John Redcorn. <laughs> I said John Redfeet. That was too specific. Please don't sue Mike Judge. <laughs> and, uh, and yes, I have to read it like that. And but what that means is that it, I've had it for four days and haven't really read any of it mm-hmm. because it does not fall into my reading practices. It no, doesn't. You when can't I got that with... Acts of Vengeance omnibus, like when Avengers came out, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It was like marked down to seventy dollars, but it weighs like nine pounds. Mm-hmm. So I had to set aside time, like. All right, I get home from work around 8.15, I'll eat, so around 9 o'clock I'm going to make a decision to sit on a couch and read this comic book for the next hour. <laughs> so what, how did you read it in bed, just put it on your chest, did you sit like, like You no. sit like Aunt May whenever Spider-Man walks in, she's sitting on one pretty section much. of the couch with a book in her lap? Yeah, pretty much. Gross. Like, I had to just sit, like, you know, lean back and then variously shift myself constantly. Gross. It's appointment reading, guys. I, it is. I, it was. I, I tend to really... lie down on my stomach on a bed and then put it on the floor on top of a pillow. <laughs> Are you reading like readers like Archie comics as a nine year old? My head yeah, has you to kick be... up your legs. Too. My head has to be above. Yeah, and then I throw a blanket over and I put a flashlight over because <laughs> I'm old school. Is this a light boy commercial? I am old school. Uh, fuck, uh-huh. I forgot what I was going to say, but shit. Uh, yes, New York Comics. Well, oh, that was it. Is is that? Um, Every time I go to Comic-Con, I find something I really want, mm-hmm. and if I hold out on it, if I hold out on that urge to get it, whether it be a toy, a book, I inevitably, it's not, a, I hate the idea of like, it's cheaper on Amazon or eBay, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, deciding you want something and going and finding it at a public event like Comic-Con is a magic that you cannot replace. I don't care how addicted you are to online buying. Uh, but... Everything is more expensive at Comic Con. Yeah. I went to D twenty three, the Disney convention, and found the things I found at Disney things I found at Comic Con for literally ninety percent off from four merchants. Oh, at NYCC or at, at, uh, D, oh, at D twenty three. Okay. Like, I just I didn't mean to hold out. I just like I don't want to pay seventy dollars for this. This is six dollars here. It's the same <laughs> thing, and it's in better condition. Uh, but I went to New York Comic Con, and the books in general mm-hmm. way cheaper. Hmm. Way cheaper. Brand new trade uh, trades and hardcovers for 50-70% off. I don't know yeah. who these people are. That's Why it. is Ecstatics is not an old book? Yeah, no, I would love to go to New York Comic Con. Uh, I never get to go to New York City. I only went there well, for like a three-day trip, and it's just does, nice. The Javits Center have a reputation of being a dump? I mean, the first time I, I, heard went, that. The first time I went to New York Comic Con, it was... Literally leaking from the ceiling, and well, shorted out the electricity. It didn't blew it? up the booth. It blew up our booth and shorted out two of our Xboxes. Um, and they told us we would have internet for the stream, and it wasn't there. And they eventually, it was leaking so much from the roof that they had to put trash bag tarps up 
on a ceiling that you could look at, and then those didn't work. Mm. They eventually had to come out, lift up the carpet in front of our booth, and pull out like some sort of comical Jetson style siphon machine <sighs> that was just like sounded like, like when your dad pulls out this vague is that an air compressor or some kind of pump? I can't tell what it is, and it's just pulling up water from underneath the ground. Like it's that wet everywhere, and then no, everyone's around just like. I don't know, man. It's two thirty. Let's all take off. It's oh, like it's still wet. That accent. <laughs> yeah. It's the only place you could. Oh, you can really use it. New York. I felt really bad because, like, I realized whenever I do move large things for any reason, I just walking. It, <laughs> yes. Cool but for be here, and then like <laughs> the guy right next to me, I hear you. Like, oh shit, the people I got really, all these hot dogs. The guys really talk like that. I, just, um, I walked by and I just heard one. guy. I couldn't stop laughing. Like my fucking income is taking a real kick to the dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, in New York. Are you keep getting demotions? What's <laughs> happening? But I will say, I went last year to New York Comic Con, and it was fine. Like there, mm. none of those problems. Yeah, were, no, nothing like that yeah. happened this year. So maybe it was just an off year. Did you go to Go Go Curry? And no, yeah. I didn't. It was oh. closed. It's a chain, so it closes at ten o'clock, and by the time you're out of the convention, I see, I see, through I see. the brouhaha. We did we all go together, or was it? In I've to- never in been Tokyo? to New York City with you guys. No, the Tokyo one. Uh, you mean Carolyn went to go go curry? Okay. I don't think Chris did. Okay, thanks Chris for had, the invite. Well, you weren't there that day. You uh-huh. you had very limited time in Tokyo. Tokyo, Tokyo. All right, but <laughs> well, so there was some comic book news out of it. But the Yamanote big, line, am I right? Yeah. yeah. Somebody just got married on the Yamanote line. They did a full, whole wedding on it. It was it was on like celebration of Trains Day or something. And, and they so have a lot of holidays. Got married. Yeah. There's an Ocean Day. They like they like their holidays. Dude, uh, I wish we could. I wish we had a fucking Ocean Day. Mm, just to ocean go. Day. Our oceans are nice. Well, today was Boss's Day. I didn't know that. Uh, Great! I don't know about that. <laughs> but, um, but okay, some of the new, one of the big news things was uh, Dan Slott announcing, like, he announced two things. One of them, a new Silver Surfer comic, which I can't yeah. wait to read. Uh, and then the other was, uh, it was, he labeled it as, the tease was the end. And it was for the big Spider-Man mega event, six-parter that's going to happen, called Goblin Nation. Right. Which will start at issue 27. The Goblin Nation? Goblin Nation, yeah. Oh, God. Goblin the Nation. Gobbling. Goblin Nation, a political talk goblin show. Nation. Henry Gilbert. Yeah. It's a Goblin Nation. Now, uh, There's been a slow buildup in Superior of... The Goblin's been hard at work. slow, because yeah. they, inter- I feel like they've introduced it like six times. And so the, goblin, go the Green Goblin hasn't fought Spider-Man in Spider-Man comics in so long that yeah, they've got to build it. I up. think like, the last thing I remember is like what the Marvel Knights... Yeah, the Marvel Knights one by Miller. Or was he in the Pulse at all? There was that Pulse comic, well, Thin mean, Air, with Osborn in it. Well, like, but that's when he had become kind of an Avengers right, dude. Okay. So, I guess my... I just need some clear. I know we'll talk about Superior 19 soon, but yeah. 18 has this thing where, like, the goons are, like, tell, you know, talking to Doc Ock Spidey, like, hey, we're trying to find Goblin. We found Hobgoblin, but... And mm. then the next panel's like, haha, if only you knew that I'm the real Goblin masquerading. So, like... There's Harry, there's Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. who recruited the Ulrich Goblin to be a new Hobgoblin? No. Okay, what's There going on? is Roderick Kingsley, the original yes. Hobgoblin, yes. recruited Ben Urich to be right. the new Hobgoblin. But then he got his ass kicked, and now Norman, and Norman found him. 
And then, well, we don't know who's under that goblin mask. That was true. one of the points the slot was making. But the head, awesome. the head of the goblin nation, Green Goblin, then recruited him. Yeah. And made him, he said, like, you're not some crappy hobgoblin anymore. You're the goblin knight. Oh, you work for right. me. And uh, he appointed him as such. And right. then, meanwhile, the goblin is also in charge of all all the crime syndicates that got broken up by Spider-Man. He recruited all of them, and he controls all the crime in New York. Right. They so, are immune to the Spidey trackers or some shit. Well, yeah, he can make them invisible, mm. too. And then, in that issue, he, I guess, goblin, whoever is the new goblin, Put mm-hmm. on a hobgoblin costume to throw them off or something? Um, sort of, yeah. I think that was... Well, it. fair enough. Point is, there's a new story arc coming is, about yeah. the goblin. Well, and so many people think that's, like, they're building to the finale. And, like, he said, Slot is at least saying it's the end of an, of a, of an act, whether it's the end of Superior Spider-Man or not. And they're going to revert back to amazing? Who knows? Well, the but... timing of that, if they're on 20 as of what? A couple weeks from now? 20 is next week. If you assume two issues a month, and if the, if the six-parter wow, ends just in... just in time for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Imagine that. <laughs> if the six-parter ends with 32, that's 12 issues from, from November. Six months from that is May. There Doodly do. There you go. That's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But so, what happened this week... Does feel like the beginning of the end, like so. Yeah, we all read uh, Superior nineteen. Yeah, um, so and it's been yeah. Spoiler warning, but it's been out a couple days. Yeah, a couple of days. Uh, but I mean, it's I mean, if you know the Superior, it's not. I mean, it's it's a spoiler only in that like you all know. I mean, if you want to skip ahead, go for it. We'll give you some time to reach to into decide. your into your pocket. It's not that big of a spoiler because, Henry, you were correct in that assessment. But it's basically, it's the setup to how are they going to theoretically undo this. Well, and we all know that story was coming. Yeah. Um, you can't do something. Like, it always yeah. gets undone. Everything gets undone. Of course it does. Um, but, yeah, well, it, it basically ends with, was it Carly, the police officer? Carly Cooper, who knows he's Peter Parker and also knows Peter Parker is now Doc and Ock. When did, well, she... Well, heavily she doesn't assumed. know that. She knows she, that, that no, Peter Parker she, isn't... She, she's a detective. She figured it out. Mm. Peter Parker... In, all right, so it started in 700. Peter Parker mm. in Doc Ock's body was like... Confronted. Was pleading with her, please believe me. She's like, oh, no, yes, you're lying. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. And, but yeah. then in the first three issues when she sees him mm. beat oh, right. the vulture mercilessly, mm, yeah. that's when she realized, you are Doc Ock. Oh, shit. And so... Since issue three up to nineteen, she has been building her case to find proof. Right, and this issue ends with basically she finds proof. She of- she finds the proof. The yeah. money, Doc Ock's money, is going to build the Spider Island and pay his minions, and she has the proof now. But I wonder what that means because how can she re- unless she just goes straight to the Avengers? Yeah. Like if she does it publicly, she's she like, can't tell her "Hey, boss. you're not Spy. Hey, you're not Spider Man. You took over his life because I know Spider Man's Peter Parker, but now you're Doc Ock." Like, right? And if she thinks it's irrevocable and that Parker's dead anyway, then she may, maybe she will just go, "Ah, eh, fuck it." Reveals identity. You're Peter Parker. Boom. But it does make that's me, was, a big deal. I was telling Chris this on the train. I was like, I can't wait. Knowing how Cap was brought back after Civil War, uh-huh. it was a time gun. It's like I can't wait for the 
just nonsense way they bring him well, back. It's going to be great. I, like it, and I almost I embrace mm-hmm. it. I can't wait. How, how spoilery spoilery do we get with this? Well, we just talked about here? the last page, but so, okay. Well, he he's that's not he the needs, big revelation yet. So all right, I'll I'll tell it. Go for it. All right, so Doc Ock had in issue nine. The big deal is Doc Ock deleted Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. That, but that meant he couldn't get his memories anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that was how he perfectly in pretended to be Peter, Mm -hmm. but he didn't need him anymore. But then, like here came a moment where like it's do or die. He needs to remember this equation, so he starts like really. that Peter Parker has in the past. Yeah. He, he, uh, what Max, what's nuts? Max Modell. Max Modell calls him like, Peter Parker, you know this equation. Yeah. Please get in here and solve this. Uh-huh. And he, so he's going over his memories, but mm. to go over his memories reactivates Peter in his brain. Yeah, like, he said, I can't remember, I can't access Peter's brain, but I can access any of his previous memories that I have accessed. Uh-huh. That was kind of, to me, the greatest scene of the book is like, Wakes up what? He's like, you've been out for eight minutes, man. Mm. And by combing over them, that's mm-hmm. what reactivates Peter. And that's a like, really, really cool panel, too. Yeah, Peter was... Well, that's what what I love about it is Peter was, you know, he's buried under all those rocks, left for dead in right. his own brain. And uh, the moments Doc Ock is seeing are like these iconic Spider-Man moments. Right. And then if you look in the panels underneath, like, yeah. Peter is reenacting all of them. Like, they're giving him strength when he's... Remembering throwing off oh, uh, yeah, all the yeah, stuff yeah. from Amazing Spider-Man 33. Right. That's what Peter's doing. What's weird is too. those panels along the bottom are like it's a negative space thing going uh-huh. on. Mm-hmm. And I saw the other side. Where I'm just oh, like, what I are see. all these weird patterns? I don't get it. And then the second <laughs> time, I'm like, Jesus, how did I not? It's really neat. I'm normally not bad about that, but I'm like, what mm. is the? Oh, it's really? Peter. How do, I not, how do we not make that the image? Uh, uh, I did when I was reading on your iPad. I took a screen grab I think you should use. I already took that well not, I, maybe that not the one i i may have zoomed in on something i just like how subtle it's subtle like he didn't mm-hmm. have peter say like i'm alive again right. so so they say 20 is the big deal and so like is the big deal that he's well, going to be revealed is uh, that the, the carly will reveal him as doc ock i do well, like the idea of hanging around long enough for the spider doc spider doc to fight goblin because mm-hmm. if it is norman which i'd rather it be norman than anyone else <laughs> Um, because what, what, why? Um, but Wait, where, where's Norman? Well, that was the other big deal. So right before six ninety eight, which is when everything changed, like they made a point of showing that in six ninety seven, at the end of six ninety seven, basically, probably when it's implied exactly when the golden spider bot is on yeah. Spider Man. At the same time, oh. Norman Osborn's oh, uh, oh, bed no. is empty. They mm. see that his bed is empty. It's where he was staying comatose. Like, in his last Avenger story, when Bendis wrote him, he left him comatose. And so, he was in that bed, and then he's Do you think he'll like, do something like Doc Ock put his consciousness also in Norman Osborn? I don't know. And it's two versions of Doc fighting each other. Well, but... I'll bet he'll have control of both consciousness. But Goblin's been fighting against it. Superior the whole time. Like, he's been planning against him. But, I mean, it's like two separate versions at the same... Of con- Somebody more so was saying that it was it was, it was was Peter the whole time in Goblin's body and was building an army to take down Spider-Man. I was wondering about that, but I don't get how... I don't believe that because the Goblins have done murderous things and Spider-Man yeah. wouldn't do Under it. the Superior Watch? Hmm? Under the... I don't feel like the... Goblins have done much of anything. They okay. Here's just one. They what? blew up 
uh, Mary Jane's nightclub with her in it. Like, the Vulture did that, though, didn't he? No, that, well, that's when they were working for him, though. Oh. The, the Munchkins worked for him after the Vulture. Because they were unemployed? <laughs> oh, I, okay, okay. Keep going with keep going with your train of thought. Anyways, I'm just saying. Did, 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 was there something out of New York Comic Con that said where Slot said Peter Parker would return? In like no, he actually issues? said totally the opposite. He said when people said we're obviously asking a question when are you going to bring back Peter, his answer was he's dead. He's dead. Shut up. I thought I heard like something about flashback issues or. Oh yeah, well that's ha- that's how he also says no, he's dead because oh people are crying about Peter and so we're doing. Flashback issues, they're doing 700.1234.5. But he's not writing on. They're written by somebody else. And so. It's also the, the time of year where I'm reminded what Dan Slot looks like. <laughs> he's a fat, bald guy. I didn't see yeah. But every time I. Like, man, this guy's good. Over 40. And I pictured, like, somebody out of Mad Men with a nice suit. <laughs> No, he's a he's a huge nerd who got in charge of the comics. Like that's I, I mean, I understand they have to toe the line of he's dead, but it's like no, he's not. Like I mean, so was Colossus. So was name a character that was ever not dead. Wasn't there a line in the in nineteen where Doc Ock is like, every time I've quotes died. Yeah. <laughs> there are a I lot never of had to deal with this. There stuff. are like more than one. There's like two or three different jabs about people who die don't stay dead mm. in that issue. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, no, I think that's what slot. When Slot says he's dead, he's also he knows that too. He's playing into the whole thing of like, if I he doesn't want course, to, he doesn't right. want to ruin his own surprises. Mm-hmm. Like that's I know, and I and I get it. He, well, he's dead until he isn't. Mm-hmm. Well, so and so in two weeks is when nine or twenty comes out. And we'll two see weeks. That happens. was next week. Is it next week? That's what you just said. I thought it was like a, like an hour ago. It's nine weeks from now. Guys. They normally nice. do it every two weeks. The point is, if anyone listens to this show any time other than the week it posts, this is meaningless. <laughs> All right, you're right. Did, uh, we, did anybody read anything else? I I thought I read yes. something about um, Damian Wayne. Being There's brought rumored back. he's coming back to. Is well, Morrison off of? All yeah, he's of DC. done. He finishes Batman stuff. What about yeah. the Superman stuff? He's done with that too. Yeah, he's working on a thing called Multiversity, which covers mm-hmm. the whole multiverse. But that's kind of it. Uh, someone else is they're definitely going to bring back Damien he's too popular so what's to. going on with Zero Year oh that was that's over is it over well pretty much no no it's a it was a nine part story that I think uh. they're done with the first, second arc of it mm. I haven't been reading it uh, Forever Evil's what's going on now damn it I'm, I'm an issue behind in that Wait, is there is Forever Evil its own miniseries yeah. thing or uh-huh. okay because yeah. I bought a couple of the one offs like Riddler and Penguin and stuff mm-hmm. but... <laughs> Yeah, they were all right. Uh, well, so and those the, were all over Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Comic Con uh, DC they got some positive press for a change. Mm-hmm. Like one of their big ones was like people have been complaining for a long time. Hmm. What happened to Stephanie Brown? Where's Stephanie mm-hmm. Brown, who had been spoiler and Batgirl uh, pre fifty two, and she had mm-hmm. been just erased. And like for the past two years at every convention, people ask, "Where's Stephanie? Where's Stephanie?" And DC was always like, "Look, she's." We have no plans for it now. But this time they were like, no, we have plans for it. She's coming back because they're doing a weekly Batman comic soon. Ooh. And so <laughs> she's coming back in that. Yeah, on top of the five Batman, just Batman comics mm. they have now. On is, top is of that, they're five? doing a weekly. Uh, I mean ones that have Batman in the title. This mm. isn't the Bat family. Like Nightwing, sure. Batgirl yeah, doesn't right, count right. as part of that. On top of all those Batman Dark books. Knight. No, it does count. Okay. Look, I'm just saying, they got a lot of Batman books, mm-hmm. and now they're going to have one more every week as nice. part of an anthology series. Craziness. 
Well, I think they found at DC that like their books don't. They they want to have a diverse group of books, but they don't sell if it doesn't have one of their marquee heroes on it. And so then they just they've been the slow war of attrition of like, yeah, all right, cancel Mister Terrific book, Mister Terrific's book. Let's just do Superman, Wonder Woman. People will buy that, and it's just. A I just slow. wonder, like, I mean, what Fraction did with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. It's like. Hawkeye was never... I mean, I don't know how well those are selling, but they've got a lot of attention, so I have to believe they're selling fine. Yeah. yeah. And the idea of a Hawkeye solo series getting a lot of attention four years ago, would be like, <laughs> no, who? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never! Well, they've attempted to give him solo series before, and they failed. Yeah, like, so I'm like, you know, I, I don't... I mean, I understand if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell, but it's like, mm-hmm. maybe try a very, a, a very refreshing take on the presentation of a character who you feel has a lot of potential... Well, like, I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't been reading it, but there was initial heat around Animal Man. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Is it dead I now? I think it's still, well... Squandered for me. I do believe what happened was that the writer just left it. And it wasn't like one of the ones where I had heard he had, like, too much... It wasn't that he had too much um, editorial, mm-hmm. like, oversight. It was that he did too good a job, and they are like, write this bigger book. You shouldn't be on this small uh, book. See. Write something bigger. And they take him off of it. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that, that's kind of what happened with like Scott Snyder, who mm-hmm. you know made a huge hit writing Batman. My favorite, my favorite tag team wrestler. He was also writing. Uh, he was also writing Swamp Thing at the same mm-hmm. time, and eventually they go like, "He is amazing." Swamp Thing is a waste <laughs> of, of your time. You should also <laughs> be writing Superman. So they just put him on Superman and let Swamp Thing language. Like you fight everything. It's got to be nasty. Jesus. <laughs> oh, did you read uh, uh, Walking Dead All Out War? No, no, I'm uh, no. I think I'm going to wait till the last part comes out, and I'll read. It's it probably all for the best. I, I, I'm caught up, and it's it's nothing thoroughly satisfying has happened. Well, it's just been the the last year has mm-hmm. been them building to this, right? Mm-hmm. They introduced every piece of the puzzle, all the mm-hmm. people on each side, and everything. Mm-hmm. And, like they've been denying you yeah, I, seeing I should, Negan go down, and uh, I shouldn't deny that Negan is not down. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it got fun; it really did. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. Yeah, I don't really have anything else I want to talk about that I was reading, uh, though. I did read. Uh, I'd been trying to finish. I'd been poking at it forever, but Carnage USA. <laughs> I finally finished that. It's uh, Carn- the Carnage. That needs to be a Miley Cyrus parody. <laughs> 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 It's uh, it's Carnage lands in like a dusty middle of nowhere town and uses the symbiote to take over everyone, mm. and the Avengers go to stop him. And well, the Avengers plus like Thing and whoever else they, they decided to draw. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's like it's just this weird team. Marginalize the magic. Anyone else did who said it? It really is. I'm like, what is this team? Like, I don't know. But it's kind of an older comic, so I'm, I'm also Tron. And yeah, and you know, Mecha Godzilla was there. Actually, I that reminds me. I read. It's fun. Well, it's it's funny though because it, it's it's a little cheaper now. They finally marked it down. It's like a dollar ninety nine or whatever two ninety nine <laughs> instead of what the usual price. Uh-huh. But it's just this weird like. I remember Carnage getting ripped in half by Sentry and being like, "Well, guess you don't do anything with that character anymore." It's like now he has metal legs and he's just dumb now, and it's it's it's. <laughs> 
it's funny. Like he has uh-huh. weird Darth Maul metal legs now, and you're like, stop ripping characters in half and give. I almost feel like it's a parody of when that. you rip uh, someone in half. That has to be the end of them. Yeah. Like, so I feel yeah. like it's almost a parody of what the Darth Maul extended universe yeah. thing. Can is. I do a tease for something we're not even doing this episode? It's all right. Carnage had the saddest appearance for me in the New York Comic Con in the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Broadway play <laughs> because he very much is there. And wow. Ooh. All right. Um, but then that led me into Minimum Carnage. I read Minimum Carnage, I'm, too. I'm in the process of reading it, so I can't. So, all right. Eh. The, the problem with Minimum Carnage <laughs> is that... There's a problem with it? Seeing Venom and Scarlet Spider slash Kane team up to fight Carnage is cool and yeah. definitely... Plays into my 90s sensibilities. Yeah, I'd love seeing them interact where they're just like, they all don't like each other. <laughs> However. How old is this? The, this is just a, like a year old. Year in the last year. Uh, but dude. but oppositely, they go into the microverse and fight bug things right. all the time. I mean, like, that. That's a fucking waste. Why the microverse? Nobody cares about that. Why? Yeah. It's true. All right. We should take a break. All right. On the other side, we will talk about some more Comic-Con news. And your answers to that question of the week we always are talking about back. Everybody, welcome to the break for the <laughs> Cave Crisis. I'm sorry, I, I shocked the room with how excited I got for that one. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate all the fans and all the all the people who listen when we when we take a couple weeks off. You know, where it's a busy time of year, it's gonna happen. It's gonna keep happening. But please forgive us. But you know, look, we gotta get that money, guys. <laughs> that's how we that's how we get more excited to do more episodes. Money from you. How do we? T- <laughs> How would you like to help us out? Why there's so many ways. On, on the oh god, this is the worst one I've ever done. On the left side of lasertimepodcast.com, <laughs> there's a link to PayPal. You can click on that. You can give us some money, any Ooh. amount of money you want to give. Ooh. PayPal. Ooh. If you'd rather get something for your money that you give us. There's a link to the t-shirt store right below that. Just buy any old t-shirt off there. We got some really cool ones. <laughs> and if you'd like to support us without buying anything that involves our logo, you can go to Amazon. Just click on the links on the right side of the page. You don't have to buy the thing that it's advertising. Just buy anything through that link. I just bought a new monitor for my PC through there. And you can do the very same. I just bought Ease 4 for Vita. What? Wow. See all the things you could buy, and they'd help. But we get a we get a little bit of that, a little taste of that. Goes straight to us. Also, if you're subscribing to the pod, if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, you better be subscribing. And if you aren't, do and uh, review us on iTunes. Come on, already do it. If you haven't yet, I haven't seen a lot of new reviews in a while. Guys, reviews, please. Have I just hit the cap? Has everyone who would review us done it already? I hope not. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And now it's time now for the Hank Corner Pick of the Week. You know, this week I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. It just came out. The first 
four issues of the Bendis run on Guardians of the Galaxy. It's uh, it's interesting. Is it as good as the Abnett and Landing run on it? Maybe not. I haven't uh, seen enough proof yet. But Rocket Raccoon is badass in it. Groot is badass. Like it shows. It's again. I think it'll show the mainstream why the Guardians of the Galaxy are so awesome and deserve their own feature film. So check that out. There's a link to buying it off Amazon on this week's episode page on lasertimepodcast.com. So go there and buy it off of there. And there's a lot of other links to comics that we talk about on this week's episode. All right. And now back to the rest of the show. destroy the magic we're back to the spider-man podcast where we only talk about spider-man and marvel so what uh, yeah just marvel dc sucks huh guys hey, hang moving on, on. hang on one In- second bone there bone oh, there invincible 104 is one of my favorite issues of the year huh. how about that invincible everybody i'm waiting on the next collection actually i just downloaded or well, they're pretty I'm consistent a- with their uh Volumes. I haven't read it yet, but the uh, I just bought uh, this new book, Greg Rucka and Michael Lark, two of my fave dudes from Gotham Central. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the Gotham yes. Central team back together again on this book called Lazarus, which is being published by Image. It, uh, it's kind of like uh, you know how Brubaker and Sean Phillips went and started Fatal, and they were like, yeah, screw you, Marvel, we're doing our own stuff. Same deal. Greg Rucka and... Michael Lark working on this book, Actually, and I. You know what I started rereading? Mm-hmm. Quantum and Woody. Ah, the I think the '90s one's pretty funny. It's it holds up remarkably well. Yeah, it's very good, and they're they're bringing it back. That's what made me go recheck it out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't fucking give Valiant the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's about. And I was walking uh, around more with, into Allied Biscuit with my <laughs> my <laughs> with my buddy, and like he was like, oh, these Valiant comics, man, these meant the fucking world to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Priest is really underrated as a writer. Like, like what's what's the Greg Rucka thing? Oh, hmm? uh, Lazarus. Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Well, it's even more so. Michael Lark means Lazarus just as much to me as Rook on that book, if not more. Like Lark, Lark on Gotham Central, like was great, and I think he actually stepped up his game a bit on Daredevil. Like his run on Daredevil with Brubaker was awesome. Oh yeah, all that was good. Yep, uh, I can't. Uh, yeah, the the Bendis and Brubaker run on Daredevil. Mwah. Oh, so there were a bunch of... Uh, Marvel had a lot of new comic announcements. Uh, like the New Warriors. I'm excited about the New Warriors. I'm really not. They canceled Scarlet Spider. This is kind of replacing Scarlet Spider, and he's a member of the team. So on the New Warriors, you got Speedball, original member Speedball. Yep. Kid yeah. Nova. Well, no, that's well, what's weird. Child Nova. He's Nova, but if you look at New Warriors number one, uh-huh. the cover calls Nova Kid Nova. Huh. So I'm like, they had a chance here to actually get away with, at least for the cover image, mm-hmm. for a nostalgia play, call him Kid Nova. That would have been And fun. they didn't. I do wish, uh, 
I know that number oh. one because I think that was maybe the yeah. first number one comic I bought when it happened. Yeah, and was like, oh god, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm so, in on the show. F- I'm gonna be so rich. When number I, one, <laughs> thirty years from now, I'm gonna be just as rich as the guy who owns Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> number one. Uh, here we are. Thirty years later, yes. Well, uh, more like twenty-five. Six. Okay. Yeah. Did, you yeah. see, did you see that news? Uh, it didn't happen to me. Because thank God I didn't register myself for New York Comic Con. Right. Oh yeah, the tweets, dude. That's fucked. That's up. pretty wrong. That pretty, like, what's the Daisy? We like you had every intention of doing this. Yeah. And, it, How, and it, yeah. for the first time at Comic Con, because here's a little secret: what we usually do is go into Comic Con and everybody's working the booth for the whole day. We take their badges and go out and give it to our friends. <laughs> now they tag you in, they tag you out, so you mm. cannot do that. Uh, and like how they kind of do it at game developers conference. Everybody's like, too. "All right, you busted us. You got us. I understand." Certain people registered with their Twitter account. The second their badge went ding on that iPad when you walked in, <laughs> they tweeted out, and it wasn't just like, "I am at New York Comic Con." It's like, "Bazinga! Comic <laughs> New York Comic Con is the best." Hashtag, hope, hope, hashtag, and yeah, yeah. And it was under like. A bunch of prolific accounts, which was hysterical. That's pretty great. That was pretty, yeah. And then, so then they got like major comic writers saying, like, man, fuck New York Comic Con. Yeah, that's pretty bad. How dare they? That is pretty. It really is fucking rude. Why? I do like these. One thing I like about moments like this is that it's where. You wanted me, you come to New York? (laughs) It's it's where these companies like. Where you get off? I like where these companies try to. I want you to answer me where you think you get off. Uh, West 38th Street. That's where I get In off. the shower? Well, um, I accept it. All right. I'm done. I just like when big companies like this like see, like, oh, where is the line? Maybe we could get away with this. And then everybody's like, no, no, you can't. And then they step back. But, like, this was a test. If people hadn't got upset, they'd be like, well, all right, I guess this happens every time now. Like, that's yeah. what I like. Uh, but okay, there were other announcements. A new She Hulk series. I'm excited for that. Who's- Serenity is back <sighs> in comic form. <sighs> Not even that? written by Whedon. Like who's uh, who's writing She Hulk? Uh, somebody who's like new to comics. Like it, he's like a movie writer. I don't recognize his name. Uh, Paul Pelletier or not? No, I don't know anybody on the team, but but they're not famous. There's a new Ghost Rider book. You gonna give it a shot, Brett? Um. All right. At least first issue. Uh, is Johnny Blaze or Danny Ketch? It's Blaze. Okay. Um, is it... Mm, who's writing it? Or drawing it? I do not recall. Because this recently... it's Nobody um, that big. Right. Well, that's fine. The sale that happened recently on uh, the Comixology app was Marvel 99 Cents. It was Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. And it was the 2006 Ghost Rider oh, series. Yeah. Well, that was Jason Aaron, right? And I actually mm-hmm. tweeted it like... Mm-hmm. The first 18... No, I don't remember. I tweeted the actual number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's number one through like 18 or 19 or something is one story about Ghost Rider having to destroy each of the shards of Satan oh, yeah, that have yeah. like spread across the globe. And it's like that's such a video game, <laughs> like beat the bosses, get Dracula's body parts and reassemble him so you can kill him thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's a great story to read, but the thing that got me like immediately because Clayton Crane had done a, you know the art for um, the like Vicious Cycle and a couple of the other 
books where it was like Ghost Rider's it's about Ghost Rider trying to drive his way out of hell and every day he gets killed and has to drive him back. And like, <laughs> it's this it's the vicious cycle. Uh, and that's an interesting idea, but it was like Ghost Rider just didn't have a home for a while. And mm-hmm. so that 06 series was like, okay, here we go. But what got me was Tex... Uh, Avery... What? No. Texaria. Mark Texaria. Texaria. Yeah. Texaria. Yeah. And yeah. he was doing the covers and I think for a while the internal art. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure the first several issues was his art. And I'm like, dude, that to me was Ghost Rider of the 90s. And it was... The first, like, 15, 20 issues, like, this is exactly what I wanted of a Ghost Rider comic. And then the next kind of act they came into was this, I'm like, all right, here's what usually happens with Ghost Rider comics. You had a really good, like, 20-issue th- idea, and then you try to do Rise of the Midnight Suns, and everyone <laughs> gets what is happening anymore, and I don't understand or care. So when they announce another new Ghost Rider number one, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through this vicious cycle again. <laughs> Chris, no uh, sound effects. We'll, we'll You're asleep at the wheel here. Come sorry, on. Uh, we'll Come say on. it one more time. This vicious cycle uh, again, again. <laughs> Thanks. God. Uh, <laughs> sorry, back to comic. <laughs> now that Serenity comic. Uh, <laughs> what I like about I, the thing I like most about the Serenity comic. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Please. I just want to. I just wanted it to play over Henry as he tries to make his point. <laughs> the Serenity comic to me. <laughs> what I like about the Serenity comic is just that it's the Whedon, Whedon admitting defeat. He's like, yeah, this will never be another show or another movie. Like, let's just tell the story in the here. Like, we got to give up. I understand, but I'm also like, you are responsible for the number two movie of all time. Yeah. There has to be some clout I mean, there. You can be there's, like, there's some monetary value to a trailer for Serenity 2 opening up from the director of Avengers. Marvel wants too much of him. Like, mm, he's, he's in charge of the Marvel movie verse. But he will. I know, I, I know. Knowing Joss Whedon, he'll probably fucking shake that shit off in a second. I'm sure he'll burn, he's been, he's been he'll in control, burn a bridge somewhere. He's been in control of his own universe for too long yeah. to work for that company for oh, much longer. He worked for that Here's what he does. He works for that company for five years. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. he gets to do a Serenity movie. Mm. But at that interesting, point, interesting. At yeah. that point, how fat and old is Nathan Fillion going to be? Man? He's he's getting a little plumper. Because he's still keeping in shape. Out of Baldwin, yeah. But real, I mean, look, I I'm wish happy. I had Nathan Fillion's current body. Uh, definitely, <laughs> I wish I had his everything. But I'm still, like, he's still doing Castle. He's making money. He's working. That's what I'm saying. On Castle, he's getting fat and complacent. That's this is, problem. This is a good, like, fucking dork movie. I have a feeling like Castle's a big part of Serenity not happening, so a bunch of fans should get together to get it canceled. <laughs> Just stop watching. Like, it. like a heist, somehow a heist movie that gets an a, a, a semi-popular ABC show canceled. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say like David Boreanaz has just been like trapped on bones uh, yes. for like and five what years. The fuck his bones. Yeah. You know, I don't want to show. Well, it's I've just, watched like seven or eight episodes of Bones randomly, I'm and sure they're all fun. fine. Like I'm I've sure ne- Castle is a fine show. Like I don't know about that. I bet it's. So Can we go back to slamming things we've never seen and don't want to understand? Like I think yeah, we, what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we'd all love him to make something really great, but like Castle Law is probably good it's enough. It's probably fine. He, I'm sure it's fine. And you know what? Nathan Fillion got to star in a bunch of shit that got canceled all the time. Let him get syndication money. Well, that's should, what I'm saying. He deserves it. I wanted it. that money. He gave me so much happiness. Let him have it. Mm. Yeah. But bef- please make another movie. Nathan Fillion is going to get star in this season of Community, though. Really? Yep. yep. When the does bo- that happen? 
Uh, it's kind of in the nether realm. They're filming it now. Like I see tweets from there. Filming it's it. season. If you have not seen, it's a thirteen episode. Jesus, one. I know this is a fucking comic. You talking podcast. about Glover? No. Well, that is depressing. But it is was. He more, it's more. He has left already. But people said he was doing it for rap. Uh, and he wrote this long-winded more. note on on Instagram on, on hotel parchment, and then twittered it on or Instagram to ten. Fl- and it's really depressing and it, morose. And yeah, like, he's saying like I I'm afraid I've wasted all my time. I'm afraid I'll Dan never get Harmon past a bro me. rape. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid Dan Harmon's going to hate me. Bro rape was his first Derek YouTube special. video on, uh, with Derek Comedy. Uh, and he's afraid. He's afraid Dan Harmon hates him. He then he what says, "What about like, when he played that six-year-old uh, rapper who, in the '80s, uh, stitched his arms to his chest so he could constantly be like, what? <laughs> I watched that one. Uh, yeah, Does he realize he's like 12 and has plenty of time to undo or he's, do? He's new 28. Things? That's not as young as he Donald even. Glover. What about the uh, Memento parody sketch where the guy keeps telling you his dick is a controller? Well, I don't and think to people that on your butt. I don't think people remember bro rape even. Like I don't think people even. Yeah, remember. I think he's giving, I, he's giving too much credit to bro rape. I think so. It, that that seemed like a humble brag to me. Which he also he's one of the people who got most angry at being called out for humble. No, I was more gonna make. But what about it's not, neither here nor there? It's it's more about like NBC slate of comedy. Oh yeah. L- literally, I think I read that Michael, on the Onion. What? I know. Wait, what are you well, just its current slate of comedy is like Parks and Rec. <laughs> it bombed. Like Parks and Rec was not a ratings. Yeah, a ratings Never buoy, would be. and, it, great, was, and, it, and it kicks it off. And then like, and then up next, Sean Hayes saves the world, a traditional sitcom starring a gay man playing a straight guy trying to raise his no, daughter. No, no, his character is gay. Oh, it is. He's a gay guy. Who... Every time we see commercials for it, I'm like. Wow, what, the, what are they doing? Well, yeah, it definitely... Well, it seems, what, is it because he doesn't talk like a genie, Chris? Well, no, it seems so traditional. It seems so traditional. <laughs> That's a callback. It, it looks like a, a traditional callback. sitcom. So like, you have to it assume looks like Paul Lynn's stri- sitcom. You have to assume he's straight. But no, his character is gay, but he had a dalliance in his younger years that with his heterosexuality. The daughter was born from that. But yeah, he seems his job seems to be on the set of Suddenly Susan. But then, but then like, how- that's, the, <laughs> that's how old it how feels. Much, how much begging... Did it take to get Michael J. Fox off the gurney? He wanted no. He wanted I, to make a show. That shit could. It seems like it has funny potential, but it's like that's how desperate you are. Like this guy used to mean something to people. Please, well, Robin Williams is now uh, is now on a sitcom. Well, that's oh, the, oh, oh. in NBC's biggest problem. There is that they like so they had for the last like four years they they had they were. Getting behind shows like Parks and Rec, Community, The Office, that and the Powerhouse, Thirty, Rock. Really... 30 Rock, and they said, 30 like, Rock, Office. "Hey, we don't have big hits, but they're critically acclaimed. So give us that." But this year, they once they lost Thirty Rock in The Office. This year, they were like, "No, we're going mainstream. We're mm-hmm. it's gonna we're bringing back must see TV." But they didn't literally say that. But they were bringing back shows that were definitely styled in the late nineties. The show after Friends style, right. <laughs> and the any, those, but they, those will all be gone. But Carolina those, yes, those were more unpopular than Community. Like those did worse. I love Veronica's Closet. <laughs> uh, those are all interchangeable. Guy. Why do I remember all these? I watch we, Caroline we, in the City the most. Do we right? have enough vague connections that we could somehow make a completely intentionally boilerplate? Cut uh, like comedy for NBC or ABC. Like yes. uh, our goal is to get it canceled, uh, but we just oh, want like to dads. do six and we, make yeah, money. like like that level of like we just want to get some weird mid season and prove that like no, it, like uh oh, 
He's going to have a... He wrecked the car, and he's got an F. Oh, yeah, there was another show that's about to be canceled. That it's What was it? Dad's Families. wrecked them, fell in the reservoir. No, this one was about... It was a couple in high school. <laughs> and the school. in-laws are coming to dinner. It was this couple that was graduating high school, and they found out the girl was pregnant, and they're like, we're going to get married. And then the families, one's Hispanic, one's lower middle-class whites... The dads don't get along. No, it's a culture and, clash. And they want to get married at the courthouse. <laughs> well, then people point out in the in, in reviews I've read, like, so they don't even discuss abortion. Like, man, no, they're ruining not. their lives. Like, not. not in primetime. On a primetime show, they should at least talk about it. On a it. network show, Henry, please. Shmushmortion. Shmushmortion. Uh, uh, and but, and on that back subject, to community. Super, <laughs> Superboy is going to die. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we realize we're not doing laser time, right? Superboy's going to die. They're killing Superboy to replace him. Like It's it's sort of like a rewrite on a TV show at this mm-hmm. point. Like In his last issue, they're like... Like the Goldberg? Superboy dies and saves his day. And then the ne- very next issue, total reboot, new Superboy. The new Superboy status quo. The old one didn't happen. So like, one, I didn't know Superboy was still happening. Well, this is what happens. I'm telling you, I've been saying this every week when I'm down on DC... The, ex, there's no creative thrust with so many of their books. It's mm-hmm. just executives and editors like meddling on everything. I'm not saying Marvel's perfect. They mm-hmm. they have editor meddling too, I am sure, but it is not as pronounced and as obvious. As like, obvious, I think, is key. And I feel like... Would, what, if, what if the people were still subscribing to comics and still had a pull list? You like how never, disappointing this would be. You would never see a book like Hawkeye at DC mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, no way. I, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that. One other thing I want to say about uh, Community, though. Got it, sweetie. So they're getting on Ben Fold this season. Ben Folds of the Ben Folds 5. He's going to nice. be on. Nice. And also, Mike from Breaking Bad yes. is going to be on. Like, basically, he's a regular on the show now. Yes. From what I, I saw in an interview with Dan Harmon, he was like, he's he was, the new Chevy Chase. Like, he's their oh, new Oh, really? Guy. That is awesome. He's he the was, new old Did you see him show. in Parks and Rec? Yeah, he's fucking. So awesome that's how Ben's I knew him dad. first, and now that I'm oh. like, now I'm going all the way through Breaking Bad, and when he showed up, I'm like, this is a Twizzlers. You gotta look a little <laughs> like a troll. And follow a set of rules. Just and no him. half measure. No well, yeah, like his. Measure. Every time I see him, we're a Twizzlers family. <laughs> that line <laughs> that killed me, and every oh, love that's him. another great. That's another quality of Breaking Bad that it's one of those rare shows where. Like, they discover an actor who's been working for, like, 30 years, and they're like, all right, we know you're awesome, and we're going to give you the part that will Mm. make you awesome. And then after that, everybody, all these other shows go like, we've got to have this guy. Except for Flynn. (laughs) He'll never work again. (laughs) Poor Flynn. But he does a good job. I don't think his I don't think him his voice in real life is that he does have cerebral palsy, but I don't think his oh, voice is that mistake. pronounced in real life. Yeah, come on, Chris. Don't call here again. <laughs> I just love that picture what? that was on the internet. His job it was just all aerial font. His job is to show up to breakfast. <laughs> that's all yeah, Flynn That's does. why I wish he had more to do as a character instead well, I of. I wonder that. if Skyler's gonna show up any if the actress who plays Skyler's gonna show up anywhere after mm. this. What's her face? I'm, uh, I'm more worried about Aaron Paul. Marie, well, he was typecast before Breaking Bad. He'll be I don't typecast think, after. He, I think he was great in Breaking Bad. And yeah. who's Aaron Paul? Jesse. Jesse. 
Oh, okay. Jesse. Well, and like Gus started showing up on everywhere too. He was on. Do you recognize him on Community? He was on the fourth seat, the video game episode. These oh the yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. that's what Community does. It takes like serious dramatic actors from awesome shows. Right, and right, right. Well, same with like their their biology teacher was Omar from, from The Wire. From The Wire, right, yeah. yeah. So just stuff like that's Dan Harmon admits it too. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just hire people who are on the shows I like and. <laughs> Put them in roles that are basically their characters from those shows. So, what do you... I mean, this was a rumor that's been going on for a while and it's probably been talked about on this show, but the idea of uh, Cranston being Luthor... I'd accept he, that now. He said he he said that was just a rumor, but I think that's what you say. I bet it'll happen. I mean, I think but they, the further that it, show gets in, I'm like, yes, he could totally He signed pull to a six-picture deal. I'm like, six? Let's not get... Crazy. Yeah, well, the, that's how you got to keep him on lockdown, Gene man. Gene Hackman was on Luth. I, I, then it made, reminded me of like Matthew Broderick was signed to like at least two Godzilla sequels. Well, yeah, the it's best like laid plans. Yeah, I'm all on board. The best laid Ready plans. Just waiting for that a call. Gotta do. I'm gonna be a big star now, <laughs> just like uh, man. Who was being a big star? The producers. I'm the next Will Smith. That's, <laughs> and then Hank Azaria was like, I'm the next. <laughs> this summer, it's me versus the mimic. Uh, there was that dumb rumor, which cannot be true, uh, about Ant-Man casting coming down mm. to... Paul Rudd and or Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Joseph Gordon-Levitt Gordon denied it. Please let it be Paul Rudd. God, that would be fucking great. I'd like Paul so Rudd. I, I love Paul Rudd, and that would be awesome. Well, it was, it's Edgar weird that he'd Wright's... be the oldest superhero in, the, in that universe at this Ed, point. Edgar Wright does funny movies so his Ant-Man will be comedic you need a comedy actor for it oh my god please well meanwhile Paul Rudd like he he was a leading man in movies before he decided to have fun and get stoned he still does it occasionally when a cast member from the state writes the movie this is 40 (laughs) kind of sucks I, I feel I, I I loved it. I, it was what? One of the, yeah, it was one of the the, the most laughs I've had for me in my lady. Yeah. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you son of, what did you say? All right, no, my complaint was the same complaint I always have about Apatow stuff, but it got I felt it was more self indulgent in This Is Forty than anything I'd seen of his, where it was just well, it's just we got situations. Uh, get in there, just you know, do stuff. So anyway, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. No, we uh, should we should move on to the question of the week. We have okay. talked so much. Go for it. Uh, but there was some news out of Comic Con. Archie Comic-Con. is losing his girlfriend. Just saying. <laughs> there was a uh, there was some news out of Comic Con about some Marvel TV shows, which we're going to come back to for this week's question mm-hmm. of the week. But first, last week's, which was I can't remember. I'm looking it up. Loading her up. What manga have you been reading lately? Oh, following Hank's trip to I, Japan. Yeah, I was I was in total Tokyo mode. What? I was he I was, was caught in a Tokyo drift. I think <laughs> I was going to make a joke about Tokyo Rose, but don't uh, get it. Mine was more mainstream. <laughs> uh, and so let's uh, didn't get to, surprisingly didn't get a ton of replies to this one, but wow. uh, uh, Cody Stovall will start with the first one. You know, he says he reads, uh, gets his weekly dro- dose of Naruto and Bleach. But uh, he says he's also enjoying uh, uh, Judge, which is basically Saw, he describes as. And he still, you know, enjoys Death Note, though he, he finished reading it a long time ago. Death Note. Death uh, let's see here. Other people rejected it as weeaboo crap that we were talking about. Ah, fucking weebs. Uh, Poop Ghost in his first post. <laughs> I don't get it. 
<laughs> uh, he says, he says, Attack on Titan. He's a big fan of that. Mm. Like uh, any other, no. more than a few people mentioning Attack on Titan. Uh, Doctor Blanca also t- Titan Naruto and Bleach. Man, is everybody? Well, those are the things that have made it over. What about On Piece? One uh, One Piece. Nobody really. Uh, <laughs> And nobody, nobody mentioned that. I should. I had to actually tell somebody making a One Piece game that it's not popular in America. <laughs> like I was in an interview with a guy who's like, "So this is the preview for for One Piece RPG that's coming." Uh, hey, so you guys are from North America, right? This is all through a translator. He's like, "You guys are from North America, right?" I said, "We the one half of us there were, and we we're like, yeah, we're from North America." It's like, how popular is One Piece in North America? We had to be like. Like the manga, the show isn't so big. He's like, good. I'm glad to hear that. All right. He's like, yeah. no, he didn't say glad. He's like, I under. He, he was just like, I understand. I'll never have to do one of these again. To which, yeah, to which Americans. I just thought, if they cancel all, if they never localize any future One Piece game, it was because of that interview. <laughs> you can blame it on us. Uh, okay, Five Ten Brother Panda, our old friend, Five Ten Brother Panda. Brings up prison school or Kangoku Gakuen is the name of it. Gakuen means school. I know that I learned that. Gakuen. 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 I can spell that. I can spell that. And he says it's about five boys entering a formerly all girls high school, getting into trouble in the girls' locker room, and being then and thrown into the in school prison. Wow. In school prison. Oh, it gets pretty ecky. Oh, oh, five ten brother panda. I guess that with that kind of setup, it's got to get pretty yucky. Uh, let's see here. One, I understood that. One more. You know what that means, right? No. Ecky Those is... Those are keys. I don't always jerk off the tentacle porn. <laughs> that stands... Ecky stands for H, and H stands for hentai. So. Man, that was so unfair. Did you see that picture I, t- I, I Instagrammed of... Uh, the Goku Sailor Goku, Moon thing? Sailor Moon thing. I've seen it before, and I'm like... Seven dollars. I'm just buying this. And our buddy Greg was with us. He's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that while wearing your Capcom colors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess you are right. <laughs> I keep bragging how I haven't been brought up in an article in any way, but I guess somebody seeing me buying that in public. Yeah. <laughs> Capcom uh, employee enjoys. <laughs> All right, a couple counts. more. Dis- discounted uh, anime porn. HXH21 says uh, he's been rereading Dragon Ball and Akira. Also, just finished reading Jocko the Galactic Patrolman, which is kind of, which is somewhat of a prequel to Dragon Ball. It has no. to be something lost in translation, man. Well, that's an Akira. Uh, I guess if it's a prequel to Dragon Ball, it must be Akira Toriyama. So he just has weird names for stuff. Obviously, Hank. Uh, oh, and last one here, Diamond Dallas Panda <laughs> says, uh, I've been reading the manga Vagabond. If you like stories about a swordsman's journey to become the, a powerful samurai, check it out. Nope. Nope. Lots of action and tasteful nudity. Gru is enough for me. So there we go. Those are all the replies worth repeating. You close there. Your phone's kickstand. Yeah, there's, all that yeah, noise? yeah, there's a little stand on my phone for I will flipping say, it up if you want to, you know, if you need both hands to jerk off while looking at your You know, when you're in a hotel and you need to bring your laptop, you got to have someone to can that say Can that say sable in your chest or, or belly while you're eh, Not really. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Verify. In, in so. practice, no. Um, <laughs> I cannot wait for. I, we should just right now platen the masturbation phone platter. Can we just do a video mm. on places it is safe to masturbate with your Windows Phone Seven <laughs> flat on your back? 
Ding. Just straddling a toilet seat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Wow, okay. Wow. Who, that takes me I've back. never tried that. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are into. It's like, it takes me back to like 14 or 15, but... Uh, well, yeah, there's a time in your life where you're like, let's masturbate every way I can think <laughs> of, but I never tried that. I did. I anyway. did it once in an old folks' home. Hot when tub. you just have like no... When you have, yeah, you have free time and <laughs> unlimited boners. And yes. You're like, well, just, that, what am that, I going to do? I will say a manga that I... It's been a, it's been a while, but I'd say the most recent manga I read was... Uh, uh, the what became the Ghibli movie? Not Ghibli. Uh, well, the Miyazaki movie. Uh, oh, the uh, Katze, the wind one. Oh, Nazca. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. I still haven't finished reading the interesting I the story. Nazca collection. So I was reading Nazca and I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Carolyn loves it. And it's like one of her favorite. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> and uh, um, double fine guy. I'm forgetting his name. Tim Schaffer. Tim Schaffer. Uh, was like tweeting because we know some people who work there and. Uh-huh. We don't know Tim directly, but we know people who work with him. And he was like, I uh, just mentioned something about how we heard through the grapevine that he really liked uh, Nausicaa specifically. Mm-hmm. And Kenan was like, oh, well, man, I absolutely adore that series. Like, <laughs> if he want, like, I, and just sent him, like, unrequested, like, bought him the entire collection for Nausicaa, like, one volume one through six or whatever uh-huh. it is. And uh, just like sent it to him, and she, he like replied to her directly, and was like, "Dude, this is awesome! Thank you so mm-hmm. much." So, hoping that if you see a uh, game in the future that it looks a lot like Nashka, it's, <laughs> when he uh, makes the Nazca game. those were both Carolyn bought. You know, uh, th- this uh, this was one Tokyo story I didn't tell, which was so the new uh, the new the final Miyazaki film is mm-hmm. out in theaters there. When the wind, uh, yes, yeah, so the gentle wind, Wind Waker. Uh, yeah, Wind Waker. It looks but, like a good uh, final film. No, look, well, yeah, it looks very like uh, it's a biography of somebody who would die your a while dad, ago. It looks like something your dad would your love. Your dad would love it. It's about the guy who invented the Zero Plane. Ooh, so, interesting. But how he's kind of apolitical, and his, uh, so he, he just wants to make design the best plane he can. So it is like plane porn, but removed from the politics. Of right. It. Uh, but, but it was also a comic first. But anyway, so I was thinking of seeing Man, it. I'm, I'm super interested in this. And I was like, I want to see this as soon as possible, but I want to understand it. Like, I don't want to... I want to soak it all in. I need subtitles for that. And so I found out it's, like, not coming... It's coming to America, like, early January. Yeah, it should Disney's be playing here. here. Yeah, well, Disney, Disney. always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I did watch a clip of it, they animate an earthquake in that in a way I've never yeah. seen before. Like it's amazing. Like it's one of the yeah. things. Like this is what we're losing when Miyazaki retires. Like he's mm. the only one who's just like, no, draw every frame. Yes, it's I'm different. not going. No to fl- shortcuts. I'm not going to flinch at this at all. Yeah. Everybody's going to see this. Wow. I did. I saw that clip as well, and yeah. it's part of it is in the trailer, and it's 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 sort of like how uh, in the in it was in the Lapita film mm-hmm. uh, in that one. When the island gets destroyed at the end, mm-hmm. like, and all the all the um, the stones sense. fall off of the off of the trees, mm-hmm. like it's like he drew every individual stone. Like it was just incredible to look at. I will say, I mean, we probably brought this up in other shows, but for some reason, you find yourself in Tokyo or looking for an excuse to go to the Ghibli Museum. Mm-hmm. If you want to see, but you got to plan ahead. You can't if you just wanna, go there. You got to plan ahead. Ticket. But if you want to see an actual building devoted to the art of animation not like a thing a, a stealthy way to sell you things mm-hmm. but not, act- a, not a roller coaster with a totora suit right no none no. of that 
the it's best the there spirit is spirit of Ghibli. The most there is is a life size cat bus kids can play in, really? but only kids. Only kids. No adults are allowed to enter it. Really? And I just sat on the edge and probably looked like a predator. Mm. Yeah, um, that's how I felt too. And no pictures allowed anywhere. Yeah, you can't take any pictures except on the roof with the statue of the robot from yeah, Laputa. Laputa. Yeah, which was super cool. But yeah, it, it was like the rooms that are made to look like. I thought it wasn't in Tokyo though. It's that's out. In Tokyo. It's, yeah. it's in Tokyo, but you got to take uh, like Yamanote to this other line, and then it goes it just, out. It just well, it's like how saying you South San Francisco. It's like saying you, you're got in San it. Francisco. I'm going to go to Walnut Creek. It's, like, in, it's in Queens. Pretty much, sort of, yeah. It's in Mitaka. You can train. We trained and walked. It was fine. It's not so, not so bad. It was not bad. However, don't go in September. But I wanted to say that Miyazaki. My one hope is that when Miyazaki retired, he was also, as you mentioned with that Nausicaa comic, he drew it all. Like he's he's also an accomplished manga artist. And so, if he's retired from making films, I'd love to see him Mm. get back into manga. That'd be cool. He only has so many years left. How old is he? Seventy-one. Not too bad. Healthy Japanese. He living? smoked his entire life. Oh, there you go. Then again, some people, you know, they live to ninety. They smoke. Once every you day, get to so. seventy-one and you're not cancerous, it's like <laughs> you're probably doing all right. Well, Johnny Carson thought that, and then he died of lung cancer. So you know, or the age of like nine hundred, eighty-five or something. Well, TV show for Jesus thirty years. Christ, eighty-five. I mean, yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna get that doing push-ups and fucking eating right every day. That's why I love every Miyazaki film. Like the smoking is so like well observed and animated, and it's because he is a pack a day smoker. Like that's his. What's the question of the week this week? Question of the week at and this is going to be a flash answer, lightning round answers, guys. So. Uh, the, one of the big rumors coming out of Comic-Con is, after the success, maybe, question mark, of the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, Marvel is apparently planning four new series. They're trying to sell four new series and one miniseries, mm. pitching them to multiple networks, Netflix included. Like they're, So they're trying to start all these new series. One of, like, I'd heard rumor, the miniseries might be this uh, uh, one based on Agent Carter from the 40s, the... the one who teams up with Cap in the first Cap movie. But they need four other TV shows. What would they be? Flash answer. I'm going to say, first off, Slapstick, a comedy show starring the goofy clown uh, Magic Man from the 90s yeah, series. Right. Next one. Wait, don't go down the list in multiple ones until we get a chance. All right, then let's do it in a round. Four each. Next, you go, Brett. Right, to me, and a lot of people will echo this, you got to do your street-level heroes, mm-hmm. fucking heroes for hire. That's the way you introduce Luke Probably. Cage and Danny Easy. Rand. Probably. Yeah. Brett, Chris. I was going to say Daredevil yeah. because it basically Definitely. takes place in the same neighborhood. Yep. Daredevil's yeah. too big for a TV show. I say <laughs> I say Shang-Chi, the master of kung fu. Easy show, kung fu. He has no superpowers. He's just a kung fu guy in the Marvel Universe. Same thing. That's why I'm saying Luke Cage and, uh, Dan- and uh, Iron Fist. Most you need like one effect every episode for his fucking hands. Like. Yeah. But another one? Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to throw it out there for Nightwing. Well, I read a couple issues of the comic ever, but it's not it, a Marvel you, comic. Why did you, say, did you say Marvel? There's Marvel. It's My four bad. Marvel TV shows. Marvel. Four Marvel TV shows. I mean, uh, Spider Ham. <laughs> hey, come on! I, I mean, it all, it all starts falling in the same wheelhouse of like you could do Elektra or you mm-hmm. could do uh, Moon Knight. Punisher. Punisher would be good, but Punisher would need to go to like FX or something. Yeah, or it could be a Netflix show. Yeah, it could be an R-rated. So, Netflix wasn't show. there some other wrinkle to this? Like, it does, it's not that it's four shows; it's that there's a sixty episode cap. Well, they want a sixty episode commitment. They're like, we'll make sixty episodes. Pay us upfront 
to do that. You can't cancel us at any time. Kind I of see. Deal. Which the, means, which suggests they already have plans, like the yeah. storyline. Like that's yeah. why it seems like. I mean, I want to you know have some faith here. It may, it may not be this simple. Maybe no. purely. Mu- fu- George uh, Lucas did the exact same thing. He wanted a hundred episode commitment based on the franchise alone, right, not based but, on the quality of the show. I know, but the difference here is that they're on a pretty good roll. Like, there's no indication. I feel that like this Shield is, has proven they can make a TV show. There's no indication here of a blatant cash grab. It seems more like what I would like, what I'm hoping, is that this means they have a general idea that mm-hmm. they want to hit their street level heroes with this storyline that somehow will tie into either Avengers 2 or Ant Man, some 2015 movie. Miniseries. Yeah. yeah. 10 years from now, Old Man Logan. Ah. Be pretty cool. Y- you know, they just, uh, what I. Uh, I was very disappointed in the first episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was sure that guy was going to be Luke Cage. I was like, oh, uh, Luke Cage, awesome. So. Oh, you can hear me. Well, I say that. I scream. That, that guy was the black guy. He was the black guy in Angel, right? He's I really, don't think he can help it. He was, he was the blackest guy. It was great. <laughs> well, as in the only black man. <laughs> no, no, no. He's just the best black guy. He was cool. Well, then, well, I mean, in that pilot, uh, I, Joss Whedon... Dug deep into his black guy register. He got him and a book in the same episode. Why didn't he get that uh, dude from Objects in Space from Firefly? Oh, man. He yeah. was uh, the first assistant district attorney on Law & Order. I know. <laughs> we I... should end this. But, guys, <laughs> throw off your lightning quick. Just don't even think about him. Four suggestions for a Marvel TV show pitch right there in the forums on Laser Time. Two of you Podcast think about it. Podcast.com. <laughs> And uh, plugs. Speaking of which, I think this. What is this week's show? Oh, uh, a show, uh, a topic. I actually, I actually finally came up with. It was uh, actors finally who came up with the topic. Uh, well, normally the topics I think are too boring. So if anybody suggests anything else, I'm interested in that. Let's explore it. Uh-huh. I have a list of shit that I don't want to touch. But uh, I, I really wanted to. It, it's Halloween. I thought there was a super morbid topic. We had Diana on, who's our uh, Hollywood, Hollywood gossip, Babylon. gossip maven. Uh, actors who died on set or <laughs> or in mid-production, but mostly on set. We wanted people, how they died on set. Did you talk about Red Fox? We did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was that's a pretty Faked good Faked a heart attack his whole career and died of a heart died attack. Died of one in front of a crew, and they didn't know if he was kidding. <sighs> yeah. um, that that happened. It's just one example. Yes, yeah, somebody blowing their head off with a blank. Well... Um, yeah, that. That's a tie-in to comic books. It, <laughs> sure. And uh, how about this for comic heroes? Owen Hart. <laughs> I decided to classify him. All right. And Brett, VG Empire, right? Thanks, buddy. What about it? Dot com. Don't you want to plug it in any v- dot com. video game music podcast. Um, although I hear tell from New York, it's not very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But we're right in the middle of Rocktober. Rocktober. Uh, God damn it! Uh, when this and when this posts, I mean, we'll be we'll be almost over. Taking uh, your phone call. The longest possible time before more rock, more Rocktober. Rocktober.com. Uh, if you haven't caught up with Rocktober, can I? I'm certainly surely Rocktober.com is going. Rocktober. I'm uh, This month it's all been Final Fantasy games. Uh, it's a bi-weekly video game music podcast. Uh, but every October we go weekly to, to mm-hmm. focus on one series that would not fit in one episode. Last year was Castlevania. This year it's Final Fantasy. The newest episode as of this recording is Final Fantasy Locations. So not overworlds, mm-hmm. not battles as the previous two, but it is things like Matoya's Cave, the Velt, the Golden Saucer, Bavel, mm-hmm. right, from Final Fantasy X. You know what I'm talking about. Well, you know how you get to be a success in Final Fantasy. 
Location, location, location. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. That's, uh, that's technically incorrect, but fine. Also, there's cheap podcasts. I wish I would have put the Phantom Train in there. I was on... Uh, I haven't been on Cheap Podcast in a while. I've missed a lot of pay-per-views. We recorded one recently. Henry. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, it was about Halloween. Well, Hell in a Cell's coming up, isn't it? Or I'll be there for HIHC. I'll be in Disneyland. You. All right. Uh, also, I'm going to go until I'm so bored of it that I just can't deal with it anymore. And you'll, <laughs> I bet you'll be there with Carolyn Goodmanson and the three of us reunited on a special video, video game apocalypse this week. Yep. Uh, Talking did, about pokes. Did uh, Pokemon Monday reunion. Yeah, the Pokemon Monday reunion. Talked all about XY, which I got to say is a VGM Pie related topic. The soundtrack to XY is phenomenal. Is that going to be on uh, Best of the Year episode? Best maybe? of the Year, I've been thinking about it, but it's tough because anything that I like now, I just want to do its own episode. Uh-huh. So the reason the 2011 worked was because the show was barely three uh-huh. months old. So I could pick and choose very easily. Like I've only done a handful of episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's tough for me to justify doing the best of because I'm like, I want to do... Last of mm. Us is good, though. It's really good. I wrote that down. I wrote a lot of things down. Remember Me also has a great soundtrack. I just want to say Fantastic yeah. Shut up, really you soundtrack. baby. The soundtrack's great. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. All right. Anyway, we've talked for too long. Until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!